Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 590. Nothing bad really happens when you say yes to adventures. And, you know, we touched earlier on being females in this male industry. And it's not scary. It's great to be a part of. And if you're a female, it's just, it's even better. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. I'll never worry again about having a dead battery with my NOCO Genius Boost Jump Starter. This compact tool fits in my glove box and features rechargeable lithium battery technology that'll jumpstart a dead battery in my car, boat, truck, or RV. The Genius Boost features built-in spark-proof technology and reverse polarity protection to safely jumpstart any of my vehicles. The compact, ergonomically designed clamps are built from solid copper for maximum conductivity. There's a built-in ultrabite dual LED flashlight with seven modes, including an SOS and emergency strobe. I use my Genius Boost jump starter to charge my phone, tablet, and laptop while I'm on the road or if the power goes out in my home. The unit itself is easily rechargeable in my vehicle. The Genius Boost from NOCO is the ultimate emergency tool that's safe and easy to use. Quality design, state-of-the-art technology from NOCO, the battery car source since 1914. I've got one in each of my vehicles. Get yours at GeniusChargers.com. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I am revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, Alex Martin Banzer. Alex, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Of course. All right. Great to have you here. Alex Martin Banzer was barely a year out of the womb before she attended the Mille Miglia in Italy. Her father is the publisher of Sports Car Market Magazine and host on TV's What's My Car Worth, Keith Martin. Keith's been a guest here on the show as well, and Alex is the first daughter of a guest here on Cars Yeah, so you've set a record there, Alex. <laughs> Alex's life around cars has been nonstop. She learned to shift at 10 years old in a VW thing, and from there, she learned how to double clutch in a Mini Cooper. The classic car hobby has taken her all over the world and provided opportunities to drive on tours, judge at Concours events, orchestrate press launches for new sports cars, and much, much more. Currently, Alex works at Daimler Truck North America in Portland, Oregon, where she's expanding her knowledge in the mechanical world of automobiles and the iconic Mercedes brand. So, Alex, I told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a brief moment, share a little bit more about your passion for automobiles before we get into the questions? Yeah, of course. Like, as people have told me I was born with oil in my blood, and I don't know if that's true. <laughs> yeah, it is true. Through my, <laughs> my upbringing or because of both my parents. My mom is in the alphas my dad's in the alphas so unfortunately i'm into beautiful things that don't always work so with that i've just spent my childhood in alphas that break down i've spent them vw things i've spent them in fast cars slow cars any kind of car you name it i've probably driven it and i've probably sat on the side of the road with my arms crossed glaring at my dad wondering why we can't just drive a normal (laughs) car somewhere you know it's really funny now you've chosen to have a career in the automotive field because lots of times kids that have parents that inject their passion onto them kind of go down a different path. But you love cars, right? I love cars. There's nothing more fun for me than being on back roads and shifting through the hills and just 
just enjoying the car, be it a new car or an old car. And just, I don't know, it's just, it's just fun. I can't, I can't explain it, but I, I am in the automotive industry. I'm in the trucking industry now, though. So it's, it's kind of the same, but just a little bigger. <laughs> yeah, a lot, a lot bigger with Daimler trucks. Tell us a little yeah. bit about what you're doing in this new, this is a new start, a new career for you. You're a young woman. Tell us about what you're doing there. So I started there, I believe, about a year and a half ago as an intern in the IT department. I just needed a job, and all I knew is I wanted to work at Daimler. That's all I knew. <laughs> and started in IT, didn't know what I was doing, and somehow convinced the senior VP of engineering to hire me on as his support specialist, which is a brand new role in the company. And it's a college entry level role, and I basically help support him. I do events for the 800 people in his department. I coordinate with other support people, other executives, and it's really provided me an opportunity to see the executive level, which it's kind of interesting being 25 years old and hanging out with all these execs. <laughs> and they're like, why are you here? I'm like, I like cars, like, but this is trucks. I'm like, uh, same thing. <laughs> yeah, they all roll on rubber. Well, it's really yeah. cool. And, and that's another reason I wanted to have you as a guest because mm -hmm. Cars Yeah is all about inspiring other people. And I, I want to make sure too that young women who want to get into the automotive field, which is often just thought mm -hmm. of as a man's field, right. that there's opportunities out there. So I think it's great. Uh, the opportunities and the things you're learning right now at a senior level absolutely spectacular. So we're going to learn a lot more about you, Alex, as we move through the questions. But first, I always like to start this journey with a success quote or a mantra, some kind of saying that's been instrumental in forming your life and your success. It's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars Yeah. So Alex, take the wheel. Well, I don't know if I would call it inspiring quote, but I, what I always like to remind myself is that if you can't afford to buy one, two Ferraris, you can't afford to buy one. <laughs> now, that's a very interesting <laughs> quote, and I have a feeling I know where this may be coming from, but can you elaborate on that a little bit? It's just, I just, for me, just kind of remind myself that always be prepared for everything to go bad. Where <laughs> <laughs> This came from sitting on the side of the road in all those old outfits, didn't it? <laughs> it came from my childhood in classic cars. Yes. For some reason, that's always just kind of stuck with me where it's, you know, also kind of just go in full, right? Just own it. And just, it's kind of, I don't know, it's kind of, it's, maybe it's kind of a negative mantra, but it's just, <laughs> just a kind of a life reminder, I guess. Well, it's more of a reality check, I think. And it's yeah. perfect for a young person going into life because uh, there's all sorts of things that are going to be thrown at you. And I think all those years with your father and your mother and doing all these events and traveling uh, definitely have made an impact, maybe left in a couple scars, but they're good scars because they're good yeah. reminders of uh, what could come. And uh, what's that Boy Scout motto? Always be prepared. So right. yeah, perfect. Well, I like that. I can't tell you how many times I've heard my dad over lunch talk about, well, you know, I, I gave so-and-so the alpha for like a tune-up and now it's getting a whole new coat of paint and a brand new engine. <laughs> and I'm like, well, did, what did you expect? This has happened the past five times you drop off your alphas. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you don't change, Dad. You've got the no. disease. Or your cars don't change. So. Yeah, that's pretty funny. I, I think we're going to learn some other inside stuff here that uh, your father probably, well, I don't know, if it, for those of us who followed him and followed him on Facebook, oh, we kind of get it. But I know the car you're talking about Oh, right you get now. it? Because that would be great if you could explain it to me. Explain it to you. Yeah, well, we'll have lunch sometime and I'll explain okay. it to you from a father's standpoint since I have a daughter about your age as well. 
Would you share a story with us that instigated your passion for cars? Now, you were born into a car family. You said you have motor oil in your veins. I think that's probably true. But is there a pivotal moment when you realized that you were a car gal? I think so. <laughs> I think, yes. I I think I was turning 16. And well, I guess the, the, before that, there was a moment when, so obviously learning to drive the VW thing on the on the beach with my father where he said, you know, he's like, if you can reach the pedals, I'll teach you how to drive the car. And I feel like he was saying that knowing that I couldn't reach the pedals because <laughs> I'm, 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 a, I'm a small person. And I think it was like 10 or so. And I was like, wow, watch this. And I went and got books and pillows and I was able to make myself <laughs> able to touch the pedals as well as see over the steering wheel. Yeah. And so that kind of driver, I was like, you know what? I'm going to learn this. And then when I was driving an original Mini Cooper and my dad sent me on a car tour with my cousin, this is a day drive with uh, exotic cars. And I don't think my dad realized that we were the only classic car. They were all Lamborghinis, Porsches, Ferraris. And here we are in this little original Mini Cooper. Like, well, this is exciting. <laughs> like, yeah, how are you going to keep up? <laughs> and that's when I learned how to dump. My cousin taught me while we were in the hills, like what back roads, how to double clutch. And you know what? I kept up with them. Nice. In the curves. Not the straightaways, yeah. but the curves. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, Mini Coopers are known for that. So yeah. very cool. So there's that moment. And then I, when I was turning 16, my dad's like, well talking about cars and I was like well I you know obviously I would like to have a car and he's like well I don't have to buy you one <laughs> I was like <"Please." laughs> okay dad thanks a lot <laughs> yeah thanks and he was just like well what do you he's like what do you want a Honda like would you be happy I was like I'm Keith Martin's daughter yeah. I am not driving a Honda <laughs> that's when you realized the monster he'd created yeah I was like wow I'm doing I, like, I think I saw myself say that outside of myself <laughs> like where did this brat come from <laughs> And so we went and looked at a 1977 320i Beamer with like a little box stereo, like actual dial, <laughs> yeah. big black bumpers, and it was a beautiful car, and I loved it so much. And so that was my, that was my first car, and I think I think the moment when I realized that no, I would not be just driving a Honda Accord or some, a Toyota. Just I mean, those are great cars; they're reliable. Like in heaven forbid, I pick a car with no airbags and huge bumpers and hope for the best. And but I just realized, like, no, I I love this car world. It drives me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's real fun. My son's a, a couple years younger than you, and same kind of thing. When he was eight years old, he learned to drive on in a Volkswagen Beetle on, yeah. a, on a farm through the field and mm -hmm. with p pillows and books and that kind of thing. And in the first little car we got him was a Porsche 914. My wife didn't like that, no airbags. But um, then we quickly migrated from that to a 325 BMW that was a little safer for his commute right. to school. But uh, yeah, you definitely are Keith Martin's daughter. So uh, it all came back to light on him. How funny can that be? I know he's laughing right now as he's listening to this. <laughs> So, Alex, what I want to do now is take a look at some of the roads you've driven down. Now, as mm -hmm. I told our audience, Alex mentioned she's 25. She's a young woman just starting off in her career. So I don't know how many big, huge challenges or failures you face, but you certainly have been on more adventures than the average 25-year-old woman. That is mm -hmm. for sure. So take us to one time, one point that was kind of painful, kind of hurt a little bit. Walk us through that. But most importantly, how did you come out of that situation? What did it teach you so that you could move forward in a positive light? So I think I have two stories, one automotive, one life. Perfect. And of course, right, there's always that automotive story. <laughs> and I think one of them was a few years ago, I took my dad's 67 Julia Super for a road trip down to California to the Redwood Forest. 
Nice. And I was with my girlfriends, and for some reason, they're like, yeah, let's go in a classic car with you. And I was like, okay, good luck. <laughs> yeah. And we had a great time. We're getting to the Redwood Forest, and I start seeing smoke come out of the car. Like, we're in the middle of nowhere, and the smoke's coming out. There's coolant coming down from the stair, Uh-oh. underneath, like, the steering column. Oh, yeah. And we're just like, well, us three girls. And, you know, I've, I'm honest. Like, I'm not very mechanical. Mm-hmm. I've always been able to call my father. I've always been able to call AAA. And, you know, it's, you know, why should I try and fix something when there's professionals, right? Because I would just mess <laughs> it up more. That's there you go. <laughs> and so, I mean, I can jumpstart a car, whatever you need, bump start it, anything. And so there's like this smoke coming out. And I'm like, this is not a good sign. <laughs> and I FaceTime my dad, actually. And he's in Monterey. <laughs> uh-huh. I think he's in the middle of a seminar. And he steps out for me. And I FaceTime. Time, and I'm like, Dad, look at the engine. What's going on? And I just show him the engine on my phone. Car's on fire, Dad. Help me. Yeah, help. <laughs> and he told me, like, yeah, put on, like, we had buckets of water or some water to put in, and we get the car going, and then we're on, like, the highway back, like, 101, and it starts heating up again. And so I pull over, and we get out, and the car's, of course, in the middle of nowhere. We're outside of Eureka. So they send a tow truck to get us. And it's hard because there's three of us, so they need a tow truck that's big enough to hold all three of us plus the car. Of course, yeah. the driver. Uh-huh. So we're just sitting on the side of the road, and we're, like, eating food. And I just thought, like, you know, like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be stressed out about this. Like, this is, like, fine with my friends. It's a sunny day. People are like, why are three girls on the side of the road with an old alpha? Yeah. And just, I don't know, I just kind of learned that, like, things happen. Mm -hmm. So I think all those experiences with your dad where you were stuck on the side of the road uh, helped you just kind of go with the flow when when we deal with old cars. Because old cars are really about patience. Mm -hmm. Uh, You have to have patience when you restore them, when you're looking to buy them, and especially when you're out driving them. Exactly. And so I think that's just... You know, I had great friends with me, and we got the car. I think the head gasket blew, or something. Something happened where we could not have predicted it. Right? right. It would have sure. happened no matter how much mechanical prepping you have done beforehand. Yep. And that car, we like had, we got it fixed. Kept breaking. We had people help us like push it to start. We didn't stop to get gas, and we coasted in to our driveway, and it just died. <laughs> right as we got into the driveway, like and I was just like, you know what? I'm good. Yeah, I made it back. You were alive. No problem. Walked away and just kind of hugged my 95 Beamer that I had at the time. <laughs> yeah, it. I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> so never leave me. Yeah, you're the good car. Well, you mentioned too another uh, yeah. challenge in life, a life story here. Yeah, this is more coming from my upbringing with this family family business that my parents started in the basement. You know, Sports Car Market Magazine. It used to be the Alpha Market Newsletter. Right. And yeah. And it's something that actually I still struggle with is that what is my role to play in this classic car world? Mm. And, you know, I'm Keith Martin's daughter. I'm Cindy Banzer's daughter. And she's, you know, like the president of the Alpha Alpha Club for the U.S. And so it's just like, who is Alex, right? Yeah. So, you know, you graduate college and everyone always assumes, oh, so you're going to take over the family business. You're going to take over SCM. And I was like, well, first of all, I don't know anything near the right amount of car information to be my father. So, no. Yeah. But then also it's just, it comes down to like, who am I? And it's like, you know, do you fall fall into your parents' footsteps? Mm-hmm. Into their shadow? And, you know, it's like, yeah, it's like I'm Keith Martin's daughter. But after a while, it's like, you know, I'm also Alex. Yeah. I'm, Mar- I'm Martin Banzer. It's like, I'm a person. And 
I mean, obviously I'm a person, but you know, I have my own <laughs> stories. I'm my own person. Yeah. And so it was that moment after college where I was like, my dad's like, you know, like, you can come work for me, but I don't think you will find the same satisfaction with your drive that he knew I had. Mm-hmm. And so kind of going to working for uh, a corporate, a corporation, yeah. a world where my parents aren't known, except for the occasional few people that come up and have figured out who my father hey, is. I've seen you before. <laughs> I've read about you. <laughs> yes. And so it's just, it's just kind of dealing with that. And I think a lot of kids who parents are in some sort of light or well-known in their industries, be it, you know, a movie star, a singer, race car drivers, as you mentioned, you've had on the show. It's like the kids trying to figure out like, who am I? Right. Without my parents. I have to thank my parents because I'm not who I am without my weird upbringing, but it's just also figuring out where do I fit into this world? And so it's just, it's just, it's okay to do your own thing. Yeah. Very well said. And I'm glad you brought that up because a lot of uh, parents expect their children to come into their business, and they may not like it. They may not want to do that. And you're right. It's not their own identity. Maybe they go out in the world, find their way, and come back to it at some yeah. point. That might make sense. Maybe not. Maybe they start their own thing and build their own empire and do their own uh, do their own thing. So uh, I'm really glad that you brought that up. Thanks for sharing a really personal side of your life. And definitely uh, you've taken the first right steps, I think, as a young woman to go out and work in a whole nother industry, a huge mm-hmm. industry, and just really learn, 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 be a sponge. Yeah. Let's shift gears here and go to the other end of the spectrum. I'd love for you to share what I call a career aha moment. It's time in those uh, those Marshall headlights, and since you know about French cars, you'll know what those are. Mm-hmm. Light the way for a new direction, a new path that you have, and take us through those steps that you turned your aha moment into a success. Ooh, 25. Have I had any aha moments? <laughs> <laughs> Besides getting my own apartment and surviving the first month. Hey, congratulations. Thanks. I know I'm on like month four now. So there you go. Yeah, those monthly um, rent payments come fast, don't they? It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> All my money is just gone. Um, I know. I know. I understand. I think it kind of. You know, one one the classic world in the classic worlds when I survived my first press launch down at Laguna Seca for BMW. I test drove test drove one of their M fives or something. Nice, uh, brand new. It was like my I was the youngest person there, my first time ever really, and um, so I think I was like, wow, I can hold my own, you know, mm-hmm. on race car driving, being in these high performance cars. It's like, okay, I got this. I wrote an article. I, apparently, people liked it. Who knows? And so there was like that moment. I think another moment, it comes down to working for Daimler and I coordinated a, a thousand person event. I combined two departments and did a big product fair. It was an all day event. Wow. And yeah, and I, I was 20, I just turned 24 at the time. It was last summer. And it was that moment the day of where I was just like, oh my God. God, I did this. <laughs> I pulled it so, off. Someone trusted me. Like, do they not realize I have no idea what I'm doing? <laughs> and it was just, and I got, you know, we did a survey afterwards and we got so many compliments on it. And the company wrote an article on it because no one had ever really done something like that before. Like really just showcased our, our department, our engineering department, and we combined it with purchasing. So we allowed the engineers to learn about the purchasing side and the purchasing side to learn about the engineering side. And as we call it in the company, it's called breaking down silos mm. where you kind of break down that wall and kind of figure out what the, what's going on on the other side to help you 
do your job better and communicate clear. Ah, perfect. And I know that's not like an exciting like car moment. Like I was driving in the backwoods. Like this is a beautiful day. Like I love classic cars. It was more like a, I can actually do this. <laughs> I, can I can do it. I can survive. Yeah. I got this yeah. for the day. You know, of course, in the next day is a whole other story. Yeah, but. next day is back to the grind. So exactly. oh, that's, that's really great. Congratulations for that. I, you know, it's really exciting to hear because when you're, you're young or old or you're doing anything new and somebody trusts you and says, here, Take the take the wheel. You can try this. You can do it, and you pull it off to a success. It is really kudos to you, and kudos to the Daimler Company for allowing their individuals to do that. And I love the concept of breaking down silos because in big companies that's a huge problem. Would you say that was your proudest career moment? Because I asked this of all my guests, but you you've yeah. not been in a professional career for very long. So is that the one, or is there something else that comes? To I mind? you know. It's funny that you speak. So I've had it however, after those events, you know, I'm like, oh, 800 people, whatever. This is fine. I got this. <laughs> and I think actually what happened most recently is, is on a lot smaller scale, but the there was a summit in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. And they reached out to Daimler and they said, we'd like for you to send two young women business leaders to the Young Forum. Uh, where they speak about young women in the business, leaders, all that kind of stuff, and then have them attend the actual all-day summit. And the head of our HR, for some reason, picked my name out of a hat, and and I got sent to Washington, D.C. Oh, my gosh. How fun. Twice. Yeah, twice. And it was twice. The first, twice. Yeah, and the first time was really cool. It was a really small setting. It was just a, kind of like a focus group talking about the issues that we see for women in the industry, what we want to ha- see happen. And everything but that. And the next time was like a 5,000 person event, getting to see both the Obamas speak, getting to see Michelle Obama and Oprah Winfrey speak is like, I don't know. I think I peaked, right? (laughs) (laughs) Very cool. Yeah. And so it was that moment when, you know, you worry about being, there's 3,000 people that work at Daimler. Mm -hmm. And you think, am I just going to get stuck here? Right. Especially when you have parents that are well known in the industry, you're like, Okay, I'm used to people being well-known, but here I'm in a corporate world where I can just be another daily grinder. And the fact that I've only been there for about a year and a half and I got nominated to go to this, it was just like a another like, oh my gosh, like maybe maybe I'm going to be okay. Yeah, I think so. Well, Alex, that's so. congratulations for that. Yeah. Absolutely spectacular. I remember when your father told me about that and how proud he was and, and rightfully so. And what a wonderful, again, opportunity for a young person to go and participate and be a part of that. And again, the biggest thing I heard through your voice there was it gave you the confidence that I can tackle just about anything if I can do this and bring right. it on. Let me do it. Give me a chance. And uh, that's a, the yeah. best thing we can do for young people these days, for sure. Now, you mentioned first cars, but I want to go back in time here because I've seen you on your dad's Facebook page driving a lot of cool different cars, but let's have a little bit of fun. What was your first really special car? Now, this could be the first car that was yours, that BMW perhaps, or it could be Mm -hmm. the first really cool car that you got to drive on a tour or something like that. Maybe share a memory you have of that vehicle. Well, I mean, which, which year do you want to start with? (laughs) Oh, I know. I know it's a really bad open question for a young lady like you. I mean, my gosh, you've kind of done it all. But I, like I say, the first. So I, I'll go back and, and emphasize first, meaning the first time you got in a car and got to experience it and you went, oh, my gosh, this is like so cool. Because you've probably sat in some cars and driven them that eh, they're OK, eh, whatever. But you've also been in some I know that have been pretty spectacular. 
Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I'm like, I'm like, where do you want me to start? Yeah. So one car I've, I've driven throughout my life, but I don't think I got really started to appreciate until probably a little bit older in my teens was our 1965 Julia Spider, mm-hmm. which people have probably seen my dad mention, you know, there's a picture of me as a baby in it. Like we bought it when I was a baby, sold it, bought it back. It's a, it's that light blue red lipstick interior alpha. And that's, it's a really special car. And, you know, I grew up being taken to school in it and hating the car because it would rain in Portland and it has a soft top. So, would, you know, water would like leak onto my legs. Uh-huh. I'm just like, dad, I know you own a suburban. Why yeah, can't you pick me up and take me to school <laughs> in a normal car? <laughs> There's that Keith Martin again. <laughs> and he's like, it's fun. I'm like, no. Yeah, no, my, <laughs> my notebooks, my homework's getting wet. Yeah, exactly. And so, so, you know, I grew up driving that car, and I really started to appreciate how amazing a car that was as I got older, like hearing the sounds of it, the shifting of it, you know, being on those back roads. I think, obviously, as a 16-year-old, I was able to drive a Giardo down in California. My dad, for my 16th birthday, took me to L.A., and we got a Lamborghini, and we went and saw the Jay Leno show. We were there for a few days, and we went shopping. And, you know, I think they were like, maybe you can let her drive it on a back road for like five <laughs> minutes. And so I got to drive it for a few minutes. I think I just held still the whole time. I was like, is this okay? Is this okay? Yeah, how fun. And yeah, so I think, and that happened again. The Lamborghini opened up a shop here, a store here in Portland for a few years. I think right before the, like right before the recession hit. Mm-hmm. And we were there during the opening and they're like, Keith, we're going to give you this like electric blue Lamborghini for a few days. Nice. And he's they're like, let your daughter drive it. And he's like, but on the lease it said, or you know, on the agreements is like under twenty five, whatever, not allowed. The guy's like, your daughter has a motorcycle. She, <laughs> yeah, she's, she, she can she drive can. a motorcycle. Or she can drive a Lambo. Yeah. And I just remember driving it, and I was like, having a great time over the Fremont Bridge. And I look back and I see my dad driving my car, taking videos of me. Cool. And he was like. Weaving in and out of traffic, and so I became more worried about my car than I was yeah. worried about. Hey, the- don't scratch my car, Dad. I was like, Dad, I'm in a straight line. <laughs> awesome stories, awesome stories. Oh my gosh, there's some young listeners out there right now just going, "Man, I want to have a life like that." Or I can say about the driving an Izetta through busy Portland with two people in it. So I mean, kind of. Uh, yeah, yeah, all the different adventures. <laughs> yeah, I think he could tell. You're gonna have to write a book here before you turn thirty. Oh, yeah, no. yeah, definitely. <laughs> Now, how about Seller's Remorse? I, I don't know if you've had time to even let a car go, but is there is there a car that you've let go that you had, or maybe one that was really special to you that your dad had that he let go that you kind of yeah, wish he I, kept? Yeah, I can I can tell you that right away. Okay. <laughs> Two cars actually. Okay, and they're not mine; they're my father's, of course. And he sold our Lotus Elise, mm. a yellow, a few years ago, and and as well as our original Mini Cooper that we had. Mm-hmm. And you know, I kind of haven't forgave him <laughs> after these couple of years and finally the lotus has made its way back into our garage the exact same one Fine. and i still fit in it so i'm a happy little camper yeah and then next up is the mini cooper mm. and that's 
he knows it's next. I don't let him forget. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't want it back, but I want it back. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, my son is not forgiving me. I bought a uh, Beck Spider that was built by John Wilhoyt down in Long Beach using all Porsche parts. And mm-hmm. when Blake was eight, we flew down to Long Beach and we spent five days driving that car back up the coast. And I did sell it and I came home one night for dinner and said, well, I sold the Spider today and he gave me a look like I've never seen. <laughs> he goes, that was my car, Dad. And... uh He's still never forgiven me to this day for letting that car go. So, uh, yeah, we have that same problem around our dinner table, too. Now, let's talk about today and moving forward. What has you really excited right now in the car world with what you're doing and what you're looking forward to? You're involved with so many different things. You're judging at Concours events. I see you there with your blue blazer and your straw hat (laughs) on. Uh, You're writing. You're working at Daimler. I mean, you're doing so many cool things. What really has you excited and fired up today? Well, I have to be honest with you. It's my Mercedes. It's my new Mercedes lease that I have, cool. which is the part through the company. And you know, I was always a diehard manual BMW girl, right? Mm-hmm. Like real women drive manuals. Well, funny thing about a commute. Uh, yeah, that changes your approach, it, doesn't it? it? It changes it really quick. Yep. And so right now, I is I'm on my second Mercedes lease, and I have a CLA 250 with the full AMG package. Ooh, nice. And so it's everything but the badging and the engine. And I have it for one year through my company, super discounted, like less than four grand a year total. Nice. And I have to tell you, like every time I get in that car and I turn it on and I hear it, I just go, this is, this is amazing. <laughs> and I drive it on back roads and I turn it on, I can go eco mode, you know, if I want to save some gas, yep. I can turn it on like, sport mode. And it's just because of that recently, I haven't been driving a lot of exotic cars. You know, my father will say, hey, you know, our garage is open. Come take whatever you want. And I was going, you know, I kind of <laughs> like my Benz. <laughs> I kind of want to drive my car. You know, it's a really beautiful grill. It's just, it's interesting where a new car can kind of instill that same excitement that driving an old car. Nice. Yeah. And so it's, it's been a little weird for me. I feel kind of like a trader, but, <laughs> not, you know. Not really when you get in there with your nice cup of coffee and. Yeah, you can in Portland traffic, of course, is crazy. So just like Seattle up here. So yeah, very cool. Very cool. Now, here's a very introspective question Mm -hmm. for you, Alex. I'm real curious how you can answer this one. If Alex was a car, what kind of car would she be? And why? Ooh, (laughs) that is that's a good. Obviously, I want to say a Lamborghini, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know. I don't know. This is uh, I like to say. It's not the car you wish you could be. It's how you perceive yourself manifested into a vehicle. I would probably have to say probably the Lotus, Ah. the lease that we have recently. And just Uh because when I think about it, you know, it's a four-cylinder Toyota engine. So it's low maintenance, which I like to believe myself as I am. But (laughs) (laughs) for some reason, people don't always believe. I'm not touching (laughs) that comment. Not touching it. (laughs) But, you know, it's not, not too hard to keep keep happy it's it's cute it's little and it's fast in the curves there you, you go. know it keeps up yeah and it's fun i like it i like it great answer to that question yeah. a little go-kart yeah oh they are yeah they're awesome little cars so alex up next is the last lap but before we put the pedal to the metal let's say thank you to today's cars yeah sponsor hey cars yeah listeners i have a question what's the best way to protect your vehicle both the exterior and the interior. It's with a car cover. I've been using Covercraft car covers since 1975. 
It's the fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. Covercraft is the world's largest manufacturer of custom patterned vehicle covers, and they are crafted to fit like a custom suit with over 80,000 patterns available. And they're made in the USA. But Covercraft is much more than car covers. Their vehicle protection system protects your cars, motorcycles, watercrafts, and RVs, exteriors from the elements, and the interiors from the wear and tear of daily life. Car covers, front end masks, dash covers, seat covers, floor mats, and much, much more. Covercraft offers you a full array of custom accessories made specifically for and styled to complement and protect your special vehicle. Covercraft is the right choice. I use them on all my vehicles, and your special vehicles will love them too. Learn more today at Covercraft.com. And you can get free shipping when you use the code at checkout, CARSYEAH. If you own collector cars and still have a little bit of money left over, congratulations. You're ahead of most people, but what should you do with the money you don't spend on cars? Talk to Chris Kimball, Certified Financial Planner Practitioner. For over 20 years, he's been helping people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. And he's a car guy, too. Call 253-722-PLAN. Or you can view his website at www.chrisvkimble.com. Make sure your investments are running on all eight cylinders, or 12, or 16. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. member, Finra Sipic. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah, and I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at carsyeah.com or connect with me through the Cars Yeah website at carsyeah.com. Okay, Alex, we're back and we're entering the last lap and I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers, some double clutching here. So are you ready? Ready. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? Keep jumper cables. <laughs> <laughs> no, no matter how old or how new your car is, always have a pair of jumper cables. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll, I'll throw in a little pitch here. I've had a sponsor on this show for a long time, NOCO, Genius Boost Jump Starters. I'm going to have to send you one of their jump starters because you don't need jumper cables when you have this. It's cool. It'll fit in your purse. You can jump start any car up to 20 times. Charge your cell phone, your laptop. It's pretty darn cool. I need that. Throw, yeah, yeah. We'll throw one in there for NOCO. Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has helped contribute to your success? Always say yes. Ah, I like that. Perfect. I mean, to every opportunity. No. Yeah. Yeah, if you if you say no, you know exactly what's going to happen. Uh, you do, yeah, absolutely. So when your dad says, "Sure, take the Alpha out for a four day drive," <laughs> well, maybe now I'm a little hesitant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. a little trepidation. Asterisk. Yeah, exactly. Do you have a resource that you'd like to share with our listeners? For a resource I use, I mean, there's two. One, obviously, my parents are a really big resource. You know, just kind of that personal knowledge that they have in there that you'll never really able to replicate no matter, no matter be an online thing or an app. They're just people that are, people that are in the car world have so much knowledge and have so many stories and they just love to tell you about it. Mm -hmm. And that's just, 
that personal side. That's my resource. You're staying to that personal side with these classic car people. Yeah. And oh. so for that. And then, and then also like Instagram and Facebook, you know, I like to use those social media platforms to really kind of show the, my classic car world side and my trucking side. Ah, awesome. Fantastic. You know, and show people my age, all the different aspects there is. Yeah. What's your Instagram account so people can uh, follow you and see what you're up to? Yeah. It's Martin Banzer. All right, cool. Absolutely. We'll list that on your show notes page with a link to that. Fantastic. Now, how about a book? Is there a book you've read recently that you think our listeners would enjoy? So one that I've definitely read recently that's stuck with me is The Art of Racing in the Rain, which Ah, is... Garth Stein's book. Right, which is not a unique answer, I'm guessing. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, that's the most recommended book here on Cars, yeah, which is pretty amazing. Uh, I have tried to get him on my show. I cannot get him on this show to save my life. But uh, I'll tell him Alex said right. you should be a guest. So, But what did you like about that book? You know, first of all, I love dogs, mm-hmm. right? And the book, you don't really have to be a car person to appreciate it. Mm, yes. And if you are a car person, you appreciate it more because it's, it's talking about the different aspects of rain being on the track and being in Oregon, you know, we race a lot on the rain, yeah. in the rain, the slippery and the slidey and stuff. And it's, I don't know, the book is just, it's just well written and it, it speaks to a wide genre of people. Right. Yeah. Dog people, car people, Formula One people. So. Exactly. Yeah. It's a great book. I enjoyed it as well. All right. We are up to the checkered flag. And this last question, Alex, can be a real doozy. If you could have only one, I'm sorry, for a Martin to have one car in their garage, it's probably impossible. <laughs> but let's just say for today, you could only have okay. one collector car. You can keep your Mercedes Thank in your you. garage. But money's no object. There's no restrictions. My checkbook is wide open today. I'm going to buy you whatever car exists in the world. What would it be? And more importantly, why? You know, I really just kind of circle back to original Mini Cooper. Ah, I know. I told you, low maintenance. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I, mean, I was afraid uh, you were going to cost me a pretty penny today, but that's not too bad considering what a lot of people <laughs> ask for in this show. What is it about that original little Mini Cooper that just tugs on your heartstrings? It's, well, first of all, it's cute and little, so you can't say no to it. Yeah, okay. And when you drive it, I remember like, whenever I was driving it, people would just stop and stare. It's kind of like, one time down in Concorso Italiano or, you know, Monterey Week, we brought down the SCMI Zeta, which we don't have any anymore. But, you know, that car got more stares and more pictures taken than any of the Ferraris. Yeah. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. so in the, in the day and age where there's exotic cars left and right, you know, you have your Aston Martins, you have your E-Types, you have your Goldings. But people just love Mini Coopers and little kids. You know, like they just, they're like, oh, that's my size. Uh, yeah. Which is my size too, 10, 5, too. So I get them. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. I mentioned to Alex, I have a daughter, Paige, who's a couple years older than you. And the first car we bought her, actually second car too, was a Mini Cooper. Not the original, but the modern Mini Cooper. And she's a petite woman like you. And we put on the license plate, fun-sized. Yeah. F-U-N-S-Y-Z-D. And she's actually <laughs> building a her own little brand. She just bought that uh, domain name. She's going to start building her own little brand around that concept. But same thing. Yeah, small, unique package, uh, cute, uh, exciting, adventurous, all those things. So uh, 
And quick, yeah, too. Yeah, Mini Cooper. First time I went for a drive in a Mini Cooper was over Mount Soledad, La Jolla, California, with a uh, roommate who scared me to death going around <laughs> the corner. And I like going fast. I've raced cars before, so uh, yeah. Very nice choice. I love that. What color would you like? Red. Red, of course. With the white striping, you like cool. the white rooftop. And so I'm very, I'm very classic. I'm not very unique, right? Yep. Original. Yep. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, that was Paige's first one, red with a white top. She named it Elliot. So that was her first one. The second one now is Elliot Two. So or Elliot Junior. She calls. I'm him, seeing so. a pattern here. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, little bit. That came from her dancing background with uh, mm-hmm. the movie with uh, the little boy Elliot. So uh, very good. Well, Alec, you've taken me on an awesome ride today. I've really enjoyed your stories, and I want to thank you for sharing your journey. As young as you are, it's been amazing. <laughs> I think you have nothing but fun in your future. Could you give us one parting piece of guidance before you drive off into the sunset in that little Mini Cooper? I would probably say nothing bad really happens when you say yes to adventures. And, you know, we touched earlier on being females in this male industry, and it's not scary at all. And it's something that it's great to be a part of. And if you're a female, it's just it's even better. Very well said. What's the best way for listeners to follow you and what you're doing there at Daimler? And we also mentioned your uh, Instagram account. Probably just the Instagram would be the best. It's just the Martin Banzer with no hyphen. Okay. Awesome. Great. Well, listeners, again, you can find links to uh, this and all the other resources Alex has been so kind to share at carsyad.com slash Alex Martin hyphen Banzer. Alex, thanks again for uh, joining me today. I know you're on vacation this week, so I really appreciate you taking a little time off. It's right before your birthday here, and uh, happy birthday to you. And uh, I want to thank you for sharing your experiences. And a little inside family history here with Keith Martin and your mother, Cindy. Very cool. Until we talk again, I'll see you down the road. Perfect. Thank you, Mark. You're welcome. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!